media should put things into perspective, make comparisons, analyze, and why not provide some good news too? Because uh, I firmly believe that news can make people sick, depressed, sad. sad. Welcome to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction. Produced by Shoutout UK, the UK's leading political and media literacy education platform, in association with ACT, the Association for Citizenship Teaching. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department. I am your host, Matteo Bergamini, and here today with me is journalist Felicia Nedzelski, Nedzelski, there we go, from uh, the country Moldova, and for those of you who aren't the best at geography, is a beautiful country in between uh, Romania and Ukraine. Uh, she works as a journalist for Agora Media. So, uh, Felicia, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, hi, guys. Um, as Matteo said, my name is Felicia. I'm 27 years old. Uh, I'm a journalist and an editor of one of the biggest news websites in Moldova called Agora, where I work for almost five years. Um, our team consists of seven journalists, two cameramen and two video editors. Uh, and I'm dealing mostly with political news. I'm covering the works of the parliament and digging into bills and drafts. All that amazing stuff. So what do you think is the role of media and, more importantly, responsible journalism in, in today's society? Right. So um, I will be honest, when I read this question, um, it seemed to me a very broad one. Uh, of course, there are your academic definitions and whatnot about the fact that the main purpose of journalism is to inform people and educate them, obviously. Um, if we are talking pandemic here, I would say that uh, informing people is not enough. Media should put things into perspective, make comparisons, analyze, and why not provide some good news too? Because uh, I firmly believe that news can make people sick, depressed, sad. Um, so we at Agora started to issue articles about mental health, advices from psychologists, kind of just fun journals about um, our life while staying home. Amazing, amazing. And yeah, I mean, mental health, uh, even here in the UK, is a massive, uh, massive talking point. Right. And, and you've got to wonder, you know, if people are glued to the TV or reading online, etc., consistently about... Uh, you know the pandemic and and things like that. You, you kind of can't help but being a little depressed. Just working in media literacy, you have to. And I just yeah. <laughs> can't wait to talk about <laughs> something else. Um, but one of the things that also comes up quite regularly, and it's it's an issue in the UK, and I don't know, and I'd be curious to hear about um yourself and seeing if it's an issue in, in Moldova as well. But there's a growing distrust um in the media in general from 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 the general public um have you found that with with your, the work you're doing and how has that impacted your work in general yeah yeah i sure did maybe this will sound cheesy and make seem kind of make me seem kind of old uh but i'll say this anyway a couple of years ago uh it was really prestigious to be a journalist um in time this perspective kind of shifted uh, at some point in life as a journalist working for an online publication, I was repeatedly told that all day I'm just copy pasting something other people said uh, or wrote. Um, and this is not really a job. 
I would say that uh, with uh, distrust in media, people started to read less. Uh, people are not paying for journalism. It became really difficult to introduce a paywall on the website uh, or a subscription. Um, but this is a job too. You know, it's a service that you need to pay for uh, as any cup of coffee. Uh, sometimes because of other media misinformation, the trustworthy journalists are also suffering. Here in Eastern Europe, I would say it's even more difficult as here politicians own several TVs uh, and officials are not really open to the press. Mm. And that obviously creates a whole issue around accountability if you have yeah. politicians and 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 so on owning um publications or, or tv networks or whatever else um it's kind of hard for those tv networks to then hold those owners to account quite often totally um, yeah and, and they're not doing uh, this yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and, and and speaking of of, of misinformation because um we in the uk have had have had quite a bit especially around around coronavirus um and and some of that misinformation leads people to take action either yeah drinking detergent or um burning down phone masts <laughs> or anything else um which 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 is insane but then people you know believe this stuff and and then get influenced by this stuff so i was just wondering from from your experience what kind of misinformation have you encountered during during um, your your journey as a reporter and and has it increased during this crisis mm -hmm. so i'll throw at you some uh, some numbers uh we actually um some people conducted a survey in moldova that showed that um just let me see it right really quick 36 of percent of moldovans encountered a false piece of information about covid19 uh mostly on the internet or social media and um 60 percent of them said they they didn't believe those um but still as a journalist i'm i must say um i've seen obvious fakes uh, as the one like soak your mask uh, in vinegar and go outside so it will kill coronavirus um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but we'll talk about this later in what the hell moments um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also I, may, I must tell you that Moldova is far from free when it comes to press or transparency of the government uh, and there were fakes or false information misinformation generated by the lack of official information mm, so maybe at the first sight is not as dangerous but i think it is uh and it's like swiss cheese you know people are filling gaps with something they imagine because they don't have the official information um, mostly they figure something out uh that and they they think that government is probably lying to them uh, most of us know the terrible conditions in our hospitals, uh, the high level of corruption in healthcare system of Moldova, the lack of money for this sector. So people thought, no way, numbers got to be bigger. Um, and yeah, it's almost it's almost this 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 mixture of lack of distrust in 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 the government and um and the lack of accountability sort of makes people a little more. I don't want to say paranoid because it's maybe not the right word for it, but but skeptical of what the numbers are and what they actually could be. Yes. Um, and and then and if you come across a piece of misinformation that suggests the numbers are a lot higher, you you tend to believe that that more. Yes. Um, 
so so what, what in your experience as a as a journalist what do you think people can do to stop the spread of misinformation and, and sort of protect themselves from being led down uh, the sort of conspiratorial route? Um, one way uh, you can verify a piece of information is just uh, Google this thing and if some trustworthy media, one, and a second, third, fourth, is publishing the same thing in another words or a different perspective, it's probably true. Uh, then maybe look at the the name of the website. If uh, uh, if it looks like uh, a trustworthy website, because you can tell by the looks of it sometimes. If it's uh, some, I don't know, fake page with a lot of constructed differently than the normal website and has uh, a funny name, um, it's probably fake. Um, and uh, just uh, in these times, uh, in the while pandemic is going on, um, probably just look at the official data uh, at the WHO, so the World Health Organization. Um, it, it got uh, a whole... Um, part of the website where it's uh it's called mythbusters so they're basically um dealing with false information and saying no it's not true and uh, it's false and uh look uh, to the official data of course yeah and and, fa- and fact checkers i think are, are amazing are amazing at, at this kind of stuff and 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 it's really really important to double check especially when during a crisis like this um the information you consume and then share um, can potentially mean, you know, making someone very, very ill, or, or or even killing them if they if they if they listen to some of this, some of the stuff that go, that goes around. Um, thank you so much, uh, Felicia. And of course, if you want to hear the uh, what the hell moments, um, then please tune in to the extended version of the podcast. But thank you for listening to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction. Produced by Shout at UK and recorded and edited by. Sabina McKenzie-Brown. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy here in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department.